turn the mic on. A plus, B plus, that probably wouldn't free us even if we had bread. Still wouldn't be us a new artist. It would never want to read us. That's not everyone could be a teacher. Cash in, lawyer. Alright, welcome, welcome to Boys in the Fatherhood, the number one Irish-American fusion podcast on fatherhood, parenthood, making sure your kids don't turn into serial killers. I'm Eric Marmon, first-time father of a four-month-old, and with me, as always, is Mr. Damien Smitty Smith. Smitty, how's fatherhood on your end? Fatherhood is good, Eric. How, uh, yeah. how, how's, your, how's your voice sounding today? You sounding, you sounding Jewish? Is my voice sounding Jewish? <laughs> hey, I, you tell me. We did not hear from it. Um, so for people who didn't listen to last week's podcast, a potential nanny we were going to hire said that my wife and I sound Jewish. So that's the that's the reference there. So people don't think that Smitty's anti-Semitic. It's just that the nannies we're interviewing are anti-Semitic. Yes, yes. No, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got to make sure you're not put on any list. Let's start off. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, my kids started daycare, but firstly, I would love, 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 love to, for you to start us off with the dad joke of the week. Okay, uh, the dad joke of the week this week comes from uh, Mikey Lombrazo. Mikey. Mikey is from Sirius, Sirius, New York. What kind of car does an egg drive? A Yolkswagen. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah very, very like dad him. joke. Very dad joke, Mikey. Yeah. We like it. Yeah, that is a good, that is a good dad joke. Hey, I got accused of making a dad joke on Facebook the other day. Can I run this one by you? You tell me if this is a dad joke. Okay, go for it. I so it was my birthday like a month or so ago, and on Facebook, you know, the number of people who wish you happy birthday, at least for me has decreased significantly in the past couple of years. I think not as many people are on Facebook in the way they were, at least in our generation, like 10 years ago. And so I thought it was funny. You know, the people who wrote, I wrote a you know status update probably for the first time I had since my last birthday. And I just wrote, like, thank you so much for the birthday wishes. Um, last one uh, in the room, you know, turn the lights off or something like, you know, taking a dig at Facebook to suggest that, they were losing people, and somebody said that that was a dad joke. I, I just thought it was just a mean comment about Facebook's failing due to lack of privacy. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I don't think that's a dad joke. I think yeah, somebody just there was no pun. No, there's no pun it just there. Was a good joke. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a terrible joke. I mean, I, no. I, I I didn't know it was your birthday, but thankfully I have an old school calendar with it written on it because right. I I don't fucking use Facebook anymore. So, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, no. there you go. I think you were fine. So I'm off the hook. Yeah, I think so. I think you're you're safe on that one. I'm safe on that one. Great. Just a reminder, um, please do send us your dad jokes. You can send them to us on Twitter at uh, Fatherhood Boys or shoot us an email, boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com. Let's play Treasures or Terrors? Yeah, yeah that's good. I, uh, I, I've had a, a treasure again, so I'm up I'm, I'm for that game. All right, so you'll start us off then. You had a treasure week. This is, for those who don't know, Treasures or Terrors. It's where we recap whether our tiny little humans were absolutely adorable and wonderful treasures this week, or if they were terrible, horrible terrors that will haunt our dreams and will never let us sleep. Smitty, you had a treasure week. So that's three in a row. You're on fire. I know. He's doing great these days. Uh, I mean, he's still got the reflex response of no for anything so everything everything you ask he's saying no he's saying no before he considers what he's been asked can you give me some examples like you can ask him anything you want to take a bath he loves baths he's like no no you, sh- you don't want to take a bath and then he really thinks 
oh, bath. And he gets up and runs to the bathroom. Like, his, it's just an instinct to say no. Like, I could, offer him, I could offer him cash, and he'll say no, and then, you know, he'll think about it. What's a two-year-old going to do with cash? I don't know. Cash is a bad idea. I'd offer him cake. I don't know. Bad example, cash. He's, although he gets it in my wallet all the time. But he is, <laughs> he is very handy for... He, whenever he finds a coin on the floor, of which I fucking... I'm terrible. I leak change. And, like, <laughs> it's dangerous. I shouldn't have it lying around the floor. I tried to be better since I had the kid... Uh, but he finds it and brings it to me. That's that's safe. My younger sister once choked on a dime and a penny. We had to rush her to the hospital. Uh, so yeah, be careful with that, man. Stop leaking change. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've been be- as better as I can, but like, he finds he finds them somewhere. But he brings them to me, which is good. You know, you should you should set up like um, one of those big water jugs or something, and tell him like that's where it goes. Give him some sort of piggy bank, so that way it becomes like a game for him to put the money away. Instead of you know ever trying it in the mouth, my kid this mm-hmm. week and, and I should get to 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 treasures you know to to give you a treasure story. Um, he is now at the phase where everything goes in his mouth. We're a little over four months, and he discovered his feet, so now he can put his feet in his mouth, um, which is kind of gross. Uh, you know, <laughs> they're they're their feet, but they're clean feet because he's not walking around in shoes. Well, he's not walking around, but also like we'll hold him up by like his armpits, and he'll like stomp around. So we're we're doing a little bit of that. His feet aren't clean; they're not. You know, <laughs> he's a baby. Nothing he does is clean. Like he's covered in drool and snot, and and he started daycare, so now he's covered in other kids' drool and snot. Ah, uh, yes, the plague. The plague. The plague. I'm I'm not sick yet. He's been in daycare for three days in a transition schedule, so just a few hours. But I'm not sick yet. So so far, so good. Yeah, you'll get there. I did see a meme this week. It was a pie chart. It was like things my kid brings from daycare. And it was like 5% are like macaroni fucking art. Uh, 5% is slips asking for money. And then 90% is the plague. So <laughs> I, that's very accurate. We were in, we went to his daycare class. You know, again, it was a transition schedule, which means that instead of the full day, you know, his mother and I were stopping by to like, you know, help him transition. It took, picked him up early and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm sitting there with him at one point, and I just hear the biggest kid in the class, the oldest kid in the class, the one that can actually, like, walk around and moves around from kid to kid, the, the, the real kingpin of the place. <laughs> this, kid's got like a, this kid's got a nasty cough. And I'm like, man, I, I'm getting that cough. Like, I already saw it from a mile away. Like, my kid can't – I can't tell my son, like, hey, don't, don't hang out with him. My son can't walk. My son can't crawl. He can't get away. There's no escape. No, yeah, he's stuck. I'm doomed to that cough. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. Trust me. I am fucking, like, you know, I am sick all the time. Yeah. I heard, the plus I heard, and this was great advice with someone they said, you know, because I mentioned to somebody, hey, you know, we're putting our kid in daycare and I'm worried about getting sick. And they said, well, it's either you get sick from your kid now or you get sick when they go to preschool or you get sick when they go to kindergarten. Whenever you introduce them to a classroom setting for the first time, they're going to get all these weird germs they've never had before, and you will then get all those weird germs. And that may be true. I feel like there's probably more germs now when they're drooling than there would be then, but I, I could be wrong. It's how I'm trying to spin it anyway. Yeah, I, I've heard, like, no, the older they get, they're, you know, then they can touch stuff. And that's, yeah. you know, that's very... Although, like, Rain loves washing his hands. Loves washing his hands. Oh, that's a, that's a win. Yeah. How'd you do that? I, I daycare. 
Daycare tricked him into thinking he likes to wash his hands? Yeah, I guess. Like, even now, I'll go to the bathroom. He comes into the bathroom. He's like, rain, wash hands. I was like, all right. I'm fine with that. Wait, he's telling you to wash your hands? No, no, no. He, like, because I'm using the bathroom, he sees it as an opportunity that he gets to wash his hands, too. Oh, so you'll be using the bathroom, and he's like, well, somebody somebody took a crap, so I might as well wash my hands. Yes. That, that is, is true. Kind of a again, we're, again, we're back on the bathroom things, man. It's never the same. You never get to enjoy your, your time in the bathroom. We are going to be introducing some food in the next couple of weeks. So yes. probably by the next time this podcast, next next podcast we do, he will have probably eaten human food um, rather than human milk. So uh, my understanding is the poops are going to change tremendously and therefore my, my life is going to change change tremendously terrible. Uh, yes, that is that is a real thing. That is Good luck with that. Thank you. Oh um, man, I had a I had a fucking poop incident this way. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, open up, please. Because uh, I I have no, I have him in the in the pull ups, and uh, I guess he did because you know the, the, we've used the potty once or twice. He didn't tell me he needed to go, so he crapped in the pull up. Now changing yeah. a pull up full of shit is a lot different than changing a regular diaper that's full of shite. Why is that? It's it's harder. It's much much harder because you have to try and pull it down. So if he's lying down, and then it like folded up and it kind of popped out everywhere, and it was on my floor and it was on my hand and it was <laughs> it was bad. And then I had the dog coming over and I was like afraid the dog was gonna eat it, so I'm trying to hold the baby and kick the dog. And I, who cares if the dog eats it? I, I, I care if the dog eats shite in my house. Like I don't need that. The dog comes up and sticks his face in mine. I don't need to smell that. I just thought it was a good way to get rid of it. Like, as long as it's gone, who cares if it's in the garbage or if the dog eats it? I mean, there is an argument to be made for that, maybe, but no, it was it was just, it was, uh, it was a rough, this was at like, I want to say 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's too early. I hadn't had coffee. This was a lot to deal with. I'm glad you brought up the dog thing. I want to talk about dogs for a second. Can, can we? Yes, please. And then, and then let me get back to Treasures of Terrors because I didn't even label my kid yet. So <laughs> we, two weeks ago, we were at my parents' place. They live in the suburbs. We, my father and I are pushing my son around in the uh, stroller. Oh, that's, that's adorable. It was. It was nice. Him and I, we're, we're talking baseball. We're walking around. Anyway, it's the burbs. So people like want to talk to us and shit. It was fucking the worst. Like I would, this yeah. one woman, like people would just see us and cross the street to come over and be like, oh, who's the adorable baby? And I'm like, I don't know you. Get the fuck away from my kid. <laughs> but apparently this is how people talk outside of the city. This is how burb, burb people like are neighborhood folk. I don't know. Yes. That, this like is what, that, that's what happens, man. That's what happens down here Ugh. all the time. People try and talk to me. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That sounds awful. Like, it is, man. Look at the ground and walk past me like a normal New Yorker. Yeah, just get the fuck away from me. Um, I'm clearly in a conversation with someone else. Anyway, I was already having trouble adopting to that sort of human interaction. That was very uncomfortable for me. Um, a woman sees us. We're at like a four-way cross. She sees us from the diagonal, crosses over, has a massive dog, massive dog. And, like, we're, baby's in the stroller. The dog is big enough that if, without jumping or lifting up or anything, the head, could, the head of the dog could peek into the stroller. And the dog is unleashed. So this is an unleashed, essentially a wild animal, as far as I'm fucking concerned. <laughs> and the dog walks ahead of her and starts, like, trying to stick his head, like, to see what's in the stroller, which is a perfectly normal dog thing to do. So my dad was pushing the stroller at the time. He turns it away, and I grab this dog by the collar. 
And this woman has the fucking nerve to say to me, uh, oh, don't worry about him. He's completely harmless. And I'm like, are you fucking, I, I, I don't want your dog jumping into, you know, going anywhere near my four-month-old. It, it, was I wrong in this reaction or she, she's a fucking complete lunatic? I don't think she's wrong. I No, sorry. No, 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 no. I don't think you're wrong. I am. She's very wrong. Yeah. Let, let, yeah, let me get yeah. straight out in front and say that you're right here. But like I... Good, good, good start. I love my dog and he is a very innocent, very pathetic pussy of a dog that is mm. 75 pounds and apparently can look intimidating to certain people. And he's mm. not. He really isn't. Like my child pulls on his neck and rides him around like a fucking horse and he's fine your child also gives your dog food under the table and that's why they have such a good relationship right exactly but i'm aware i'm aware like i wouldn't let my i wouldn't let him run up to a fucking crib uh, to a, a bassinet or something unleashed yeah like that yeah. i could see why that like what she does, her dog could be innocent and lovely, but that woman has no concept of social skills because, like, she's not acknowledging that for people that don't have a dog, that's not normal. I don't think this is a social thing. As a dog owner, I think you are, you are responsible for your dog. And, yes, you're – listen, Smitty, I love you uh, like a brother, man. Like, I, I trust you, and if you tell me to trust someone, I trust someone. If you tell me to trust your dog, I trust your dog. I still wouldn't leave your dog alone with my kid because at the end of the day – you know, I think of the uh, the Siegfried and Roy where they were training tigers for 70 years, and then just one day a tiger goes tiger, to quote Chris Rock, <laughs> and attacked one of them. Like, your dog – you have – you know, dogs are good – until the one time they're not. And what if it's the one time they're not? And either, yes, there's the social, that, that I would be comfortable with having her dog approach my four-month-old baby. But, and she has no idea how I react to dogs. But either way, you gotta have that dog, you gotta have that shit on lockdown. Cause you don't know. You don't know when the one time the dog's gonna go nuts is. No, you don't. And I mean, like, I remember on earlier podcasts, I would complain about this whenever I, I posted a photo of my child right. and the dog. I have like a, these relatives in Ireland that would contact me and be like, right. be careful. And I'm like, fuck off. You don't know my dog. But like, that's my baby and my dog. So that's different. Exactly. I would never write to you and say, hey, I noticed you have a dog. Just <laughs> a reminder that dogs can go nuts sometimes. But I also, if I had a dog, would never, like, even on the elevator, man, uh, you see the difference in dog owners. And I think it's like a 50-50 split is we'll be on the elevator and people will be like holding their big dogs down to the ground as much as they can, like sitting on them because they know I don't want this dog to jump up or even touch anybody in this elevator because some people are very uncomfortable around dogs. Yes. I'm not. I grew, I grew up with dogs. I love dogs. But on that same elevator, you'll see people and their dog will just like jump up on me and and my wife and i give zero fucks because again i like dogs right. but and, th- and they'll say like oh he's such he's such a playful thing oh he never does that oh i'm re-, I, like and like shrug it off be like real sorry about that ha 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 and i'm like fuck you you don't know how i'm going to react to dogs and especially around my kid no you could have been mauled you could have been mauled by a dog like i had a neighbor in new york that would like fucking freak out and almost sprint away whenever he seen ziggy and it was like it bothered it like bugged me and then yeah. I'd like, but you know, that's whatever happened to him, you know, that happened. Like you can't, like people now, when they ask me, like if I've, I get children come over now because I live in the burbs, um, right. I get kids Sounds coming awful. over with their parents to, they want to pet my dog. And you know, the question is always the same. Is he friendly? 
And I right. I say the same thing every time. Like, I have him very well trained, but he gets very excited. So I just say, I, like, snap my fingers and he sits. And then mm. I'll be like, listen. That's awesome, by the way. Be, yeah, I'd be like, I trained him that in New York at Crosswalks. But I'll, like, nice. I'll get him to sit and I'll have to keep snapping my fingers because I can see him getting excited and wanting to jump. And I have to tell them, I'm like, listen, yes, he's friendly, but he's too friendly sometimes. Like, be aware, if he jumps on you, I don't encourage it because I can't stop him if you encourage him. Because I have, like, my brother-in-law comes to visit me and, like, I've been trying to get this dog out of jumping on people and he's like, come on up! I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, you're undoing everything. But he's fine with it, so... The dog thinks everybody's going to be fine with it. And that's the point too, right? Like her saying like, my dog is fine. Don't worry about it. You can let him be near your four month old kid. Uh, Like I'm not necessarily saying, no, I don't want your dog near my kid because I think you are a bad dog owner. I think your dog hasn't been trained or I'm not shitting on your dog. I'm saying like the dog could just get really happy and lick his entire face. Like, I don't fucking know. I don't want your dog. Like the dog could just be really happy and do something that I wouldn't want the dog to do around my kid. Yeah, what if he licked your child's face after he'd just eaten another child's poop? Yes, which is which we, we encourage. We encourage dogs to eat poop here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's not against the dog owner, but, like, that. No, but I do think that's on her. She just had a little bit of respect for the fact. Yeah. Like, and your dad mode is going to kick in, obviously, and you're going to grab right, the dog. And it did. It yeah, did. you grabbed yeah, the dog by the collar. Said, uh, I grabbed the dog by the collar and she was like, oh, don't worry. He's, he's super friendly. And I was like, yeah, but you know, my kid's four months old. So tell your dog to fuck off. Yeah, I'm not, oh, oh, I'd okay. rather not risk. I'd rather not risk it. If it's all the same to you, love. Yeah. So anyway, she was one of the last suburban people to come up to us. I think they spread the word. They're, <laughs> they're city folk. Um, let me go back to, to terrors or treasures at this point. Um, I got to give my kid treasure and it's, a, it's an effort treasure. It's, it's, he's trying. So we put him in daycare this week. Actually, this will lead into my, my just the tips. Is it right if I, I jump in adjust the tips too? Go for it, bud. You don't always need to have the whole thing. Sometimes you need just the tips. So just the tips, because for busy parents, there's no time for all that filler. Just the tips is just the parenting advice. You need to be happy and successful in your day-to-day parenting. Today's tip is if your kid is going to go to daycare, find out the daycare schedule and start putting him or her on that schedule. What I mean by that specifically is the napping. What we did, and, I, and I've talked in previous podcasts about what a great schedule we have our son on. It has been really helpful. He's really great. Unfortunately, our nap time for our kid in the morning started from 11 and went to 12. And at daycare, it's from like 9.30, 10 to 10.30, 11. So he went to daycare and that one hour was such a difference for him that he was having trouble. Hey, he was having trouble sleeping and napping at daycare anyway because it, you know, it's a, a louder atmosphere and there's kids and there's, you know, another kid cries and he's never heard another kid cry before. So it would have been an adjustment period for him period, end of conversation. But the fact that we were asking him to change his nap schedule as well, you know, for the majority of his life, for the past three months, he's been napping at 11-ish every day. And now we were saying, hey, we need you to nap an hour earlier when you're not ready to nap. And also we need you to do it with six other kids around you, um, one of which is coughing like a lunatic. (laughs) So um, I'm going to give my kid treasure because he's trying and like, I can tell that he's trying. He knows that he needs to be napping at certain times, but won't. And then when he can't nap, he gets 
for anyone who's, you know, for the parents out there, so this is one for the new parents to realize, is you can tell when your kid is overtired. I thought that I would never be able to identify, like, what the fuck does overtired look like on a baby? You can tell when they're a little crankier and a little off. Oh, yeah. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, so he's trying. He's trying to be good. And unfortunately, we weren't smart enough to realize. Because it's the first kid. It's the first kid. Who the fuck knows? We didn't have a podcast to listen to. And uh, my recommendation would be, if you know you're going to put your kid in daycare, um, find out when the nap schedule is and start training the kid to be on that nap schedule. That's a good tip. I, yeah, that, I, can, I wholeheartedly support that and endorse it. Yeah. If we had had a nanny, anti-Semitic or not, we wouldn't have had this issue. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a problem. But, you know, yeah. you might you might find the odd fucking Nazi paraphernalia, but, you know, the child would be asleep on his normal schedule. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, and that's a win. <laughs> and that's a win. Uh, that's fucking Did- funny. I, uh, I took my kid to what, what I honestly was the redneckiest thing I've done since I moved down here. Uh, we went to a strawberry festival on the side of a highway. Um, when you started off that sentence saying we went to a strawberry festival, I was going to defend the rednecks and I was going to say, I've definitely done that in my Northern suburbs growing up and like cherry picking or excuse me, like, like, uh, apple picking and that kind of stuff. I don't know what the fuck cherry picking is. That's sports, I guess. But, uh, then you said the words on the side of the highway and I went, yep. Okay, great. Now you have my attention. Now, so yeah. Sorry for the interruption. No, no, no. It's It's, uh, it was... It was interesting. There's a lot of a lot of weekend dads with shirts off and uh, tattoos and Miller lights <laughs> in can form. Yeah, obviously. There was a, I got a giant bucket of strawberries. That was cool. Uh, he was happy with that. Uh, but what was, what was the point of it was what was really cool was we had his first ever bouncy house experience. Ooh. Yeah. So they had like nine bouncy houses, and one of them was for toddlers. Wait, they had nine bounce. That's awesome. This is oh yeah, dude. They were elaborate, huge fucking things, man. It was cool. They had like one fate, like a, a laser tag bouncy house, but with water guns. What? It was, it was amazing. That sounds awesome. This is I'm on board. My apologies to the rednecks. Yeah, that right. Amazing. Of course, they found a way to incorporate bouncing and guns. <laughs> it was so he he didn't go in that one, but uh, he went in this toddler one, and it, I was watching him the whole time, and it, it was just. Man, I I was like, I'm so glad we were there. I was there with a friend and his kid, and I was so glad because if the if my friend's kid hadn't have been there, he's older, he's like six. Yeah, Rain would never have come out of this thing, and I would have had to go in after him. Well, that would have been a win for you. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome, but he would have pitched a fit. How much do you think a bouncy castle costs? They're not cheap. No, I don't imagine they are. But you know what is cheap? What ball pits? A buddy of mine has a three-year-old and when the three-year-old was much younger probably a little younger than rain had a little ball pit in in um in their in their tiny manhattan apartment and i was like oh my god these fucking rich kids with their ball pits (laughs) and like i was i really like was i can't believe this kid has a fucking ball pit and i you go on amazon or something right now the ball pits themselves sometimes very elaborate like three chamber ball pits where you're like you know going through tunnels and stuff like stuff they would have had at mcdonald's they they're like 30 40 bucks it's the balls that cost the money the balls are how they get you right that makes sense i guess well you can fill it with you can fill it with balloons yeah but then like a balloon pops you got to pick up the rubber you know that's a choking hazard i'm just gonna spend my kid's getting a ball pit let me let me be perfect okay all right you have to spend a lot of money on balls 
Yeah, just, I tell you what you should start doing because you got like you got to jump on this. He's only four months old. Just like every time you're somewhere that sells a ball, you buy the ball. Just buy one ball. You just every day you just like hoard them, make it little like a squirrel. Fucking bring them, bring them home. Could I steal them from my daycare? You go straight to stealing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. I could get on board. I like that. how you worry um, about the choking hazards straight away when I say balloons. Uh, you're such a fucking dad now. I am. Um, I know, right? I when actually. The, when the podcast started, I would not have gone to choking hazard. You're exactly right. No, you never would have. That would not be where you go with that. <laughs> Yeah, it's the second time I've referenced choking on this podcast. I was talking about the money, too. Right. I'm like terrified of small objects. You're scared of everything now, right? That's very true. Very scared of everything. You're still at that stage. When you get to where I am, you realize, like, they're, yeah, there's a lot. They're resilient little fuckers. Um, I actually bought a bag of balloons the last time I was at, like, a dollar store. Because yeah. my kid loves balloons so much. It's like, when he... When he's gonna, when he has like a an episode, we'll call it, or meltdown over something stupid, I'll just yeah. be like balloon and blow it up, and then problem solved. Problem solved. That's my fucking plan, and I'm sticking to it. My house is full of balloons now, though. That's a win for everybody. So yeah. you get to play with more balloons. He gets to calm down. Yeah. All right. How long you think that'll last? How long you been doing that? Like, at what point will he get over? I I assume now at every at this point, I'm realizing that every solution is temporary. That things that I was like, oh well, every time I hold him. This way, he stops crying. So anytime he's crying, I'll just hold him like that, and he'll stop crying. It's the perfect fix, and it'll work for two weeks, and then it'll never work ever again. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it to like a, a bottle that's uh, got some holes in it that's filling with water, but the holes are like you know two inches apart going up. So you plug one up, and that's fine for yeah. a little while, and then it's gonna start leaking again. And then it just starts leaking again. Yeah, yeah. That's that's adulthood. That's parenting. Yeah, and uh, oh, I, I have a Dino update. Yes, please. I, I was worried. I hadn't heard about Dino Dana in a little bit. Well, well is, yeah. I'm still watching Dino Dana. I found season two. Uh, we got a uh, Dino Dan, and there are five seasons of that. So I've gone on to that, and it's and it's is much Dino- more action packed. <laughs> which is, oh I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've noticed the difference. The girls' one is very much more about learning. And I mean, the boys one is like, you can learn <laughs> learn while this T-Rex runs through everything. That's how I want to learn. Yeah. Right. It's very interesting, that difference. But uh, no, we took him, I took him to um, the the Museum of Life and Science down here in Durham. There's so many, so many, so many redneck jokes I want to make. I'm sure. Like, the dinosaurs walked with Jesus 500 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Daddy, what's that? T-Rex, Daddy, what's that? Bearded man, don't worry about it. Um, but it was... <laughs> It was so cool because it was like a dinosaur egg hunt. Oh yes, for Easter, right? Yeah, and it was it was very cool. He was very happy. It was a win. That's awesome. Yeah, did you time him? Were you? No, like, it was no. We were just sticking around, but there was like they had like big models and whatever, and he got to sit on them and take photos, and he was he was as happy as I, I've seen him. Going back to the TV first, at the Dino Dana, Dino Dan. When did you start like allowing him to watch TV? Because right now. Just to give you my background on why I ask, we don't put anything on TV for him. The only time he sees the TV on is when I'm watching sports. And, like, we've never plopped him down in front of the TV, like, sitting and being like, watch this yet. But every time the TV goes on, he zones in on it. We had we had a basketball game on the other day because it's the NBA playoffs and my team is doing very well. And, you know, humble brag there. But when I'm holding him, he's, like, cramming his neck turning around so he can stare at the TV because he's fascinated by this gigantic rectangular that that glows. Yeah. So when when did you start being like, 
you know what? The TV is now something we're going to introduce you to. I don't know. He wasn't quite too. I think his mother started doing it. It was like, in the morning you need, if there's only one of you, you need time to get ready yourself yep. or any of that. So you, it became, and we always swore we never would. We, did, we still never do the screens or anything like the, the iPads and stuff like that. Right, like hand him an iPad, yeah. Right, but, uh, you know, it's just something for it to distract him for a few minutes while I get the coffee done or take the dog out or jump in the shower uh, you know, it, it comes in handy for that. I think it was, you know, it would have been uh, after eighteen months. It was, but I mean, it's okay. something. It's something that is not like okay, you're gonna plop him down here for two hours. But I think right. I, it right. might have been Netflix and chill. Right, it might have been in or around a hurricane was hitting down here, and we were like, you know, trapped in the house, and yep. so we just watched like a bunch of Disney movies and kids movies all day, just because you you have to have something. And, like, you're playing and reading and stuff like that, but you also, you know, it's like, all right, let's watch this sports movie. He loves sports movies, so. All sports movies are the best. I think you said that on an earlier podcast, and I think it was so early that it was before I was a dad. It was when I was in pregnancy phase, and you'd been hit by the hurricane, and you said, like, yeah, we did something we we don't normally ever do. We watched a shit ton of TV. But you're saying 18 months. It definitely wasn't the first year. Right. Well, I think maybe that then opened the gates for us because we weren't yeah. fighting it. But like once it happened and we seen the effect it had, it's terrible. It's like terrible parenting. But it's like, all right, this gives me a break to get something done real quick. Right. Right. I'm like, going to do you that. don't want it to. Like, like my instinct right now is like, ugh, I want to fight it as long as we can, as long as we can, as long as we can. But if we're being honest, he's going to watch TV and and – and the effect will be positive. Like, like in theory, yeah, well, I don't want to sit him in front of the TV for three hours so I can go, you know, do whatever I'm doing for three hours. Like, it, it can't be a substitute babysitter. But I, you're saying once he starts watching TV, it'll actually be kind of a good thing. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's obviously not put on, you know, only put on kids stuff. But like the other day, right, right. I had I had a cartoon or something on for him because I was getting dinner ready. And I could see the living room from the kitchen. And I hadn't heard anything for a minute, and I looked up over the counter, and I couldn't see him anywhere. And that's that's they said that silence is terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, so yeah. like I ran around and into the bedroom, and he was sitting on my bed reading a book. Nerd. Yeah, what right? a nerd. He was flipping the pages of the book, and he was he was just making noises like third blah 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 blah, and just he kept doing it. And like he was reading to himself, so I was like, all right, that works. Let's do that instead. That's a win. Yeah. So That's it's not, it, thankfully he's not, you know, been made stupid by the TV or anything. But uh, it is definitely something, I, you know, I've always said you see the temptation of it. Right. So it is definitely something to watch for. But uh, yeah, I think it was just after 18 months and we realized that it could buy us a few minutes. All right, 18 months, good. So I'm, because we weren't anywhere close and I wanted to bring it up because I was like, I... Because deep down, this is what I thought, is I was like, once we can put him, once he watches TV, that will be. You put on, you know, a segment on Sesame Street that's eight minutes long. I would love eight minutes to myself. Eight minutes would be would be great. I don't know if a TV could keep his attention for eight minutes right now, but I was curious when you started, because I think deep down I know that, that TV will be good. TV is good, and TV is important in everybody's life, and I'm pro, I'm pro TV. But um, I don't want to admit that as a father, if that makes sense. Okay. That does. Um, I mean, yeah, like, just for like that quick two-minute shower or whatever. I actually meaning to ask you, I'm not sure if we have time to go 
all the way into this. We might have to do it on our next podcast. But have you showered yeah. with Logan yet? We haven't showered with him yet. His, he, we've only bath, bathed, bathed, bathed him, bathed him, bathed him. We've only bathed. We we have not. He'll he'll hate it. He'll hate it. He, uh, he right it, now. It's sorry. Go ahead. It, no, it's like sometimes they don't like it. Like rain enjoyed it for the first few times but dude when you do it we're gonna have to have a uh, podcast on it because it is fucking terrifying because right. they're slippery <laughs> like, yeah, they are a little slippery a little fucking <laughs> a little yeah, slippery yeah, yeah. but it's fucking terrifying yeah. holding on to that child in the shower and there's like for us it was like three of us in the bathroom <laughs> trying to fucking do it make it work oh god yeah. yeah it's it's not fun baths are much easier but at some point it's apparently like one of those things is a commercial that says, oh, by the second baby, you just bring him in the shower. It's real easy. And it's like, it's not easy. Yeah. It's never going to be easy. So I was just <laughs> curious if you'd gotten there yet. Nope, not there. When do you, do you remember, like, I'm at four months. Where Did you do Yeah, I did. Well, well, it was, it would have been close close to that. So I'm in the area. All right, good. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. This way I'll have something to talk about. Yeah, if you say, yeah, let me try this. Challenge accepted, sir. Yeah, but not not, not just the two of you. Like he has to be handed to you while yeah. you're already in yeah. there. That that part yeah, is we'll, very I'll important. Do not try and climb in and out with him. Uh, uh, we'll see what happens. That's gonna do it for Boys in the Fatherhood. If you've got a question, story, or just want to talk some smack, shoot us an email at boysinthefatherhood at gmail.com or tweet at us at Fatherhood Boys. Just a friendly just a friendly reminder to rate us on Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcasts. If you write us a five-star review, Smitty or I will read it in our glorious Irish or Jewish accents oh, right Jewish here accents. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is produced by Teddy Page. Logos were created and designed by Tiny Awesome Things, and the cast features music by All Nation, whose SoundCloud link I will put in this description of this podcast this week for sure. I promise. I promise. I promise. Promise. Yeah, you said Smitty, that last week, I'm, though. Yeah, well, but, you know, I'm on dad duty, so I'm sleepy. I forget things. <laughs> cut it dad some slack. I'm going to get back to dad duty. Say goodbye, Smitty. Goodbye, oh. Smitty. A street brother never learned from another. No mother, just him and the pain that's within. Bound up forever by death and the love of sin. Engraved in our souls since we was children. I'm grinding to the top, but until then, forever on the hustle, on the grind. And then when it's my time to shine, this boy just goes in. I'm spitting kind of cold, so I leave him frozen. Bought that bread from the bottom, so I'm so chosen. Out of this world, you cannot control him. Intelligence in my growing until I'm gone.